Simon. Yes, Tracy. Uh, so how many people were we serving supper for this evening? Um, including us? Yeah. I think it's 11. Sure it's not 12? I'm oh, pretty no. sure it's 11. Is it? Yeah, because 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, 12, dog. <laughs> yeah, 12. I knew there was 12. There's a puppy. Yeah, yeah there's a puppy. Um, do you think we should start thinking about laying the table and getting things ready? And I suppose we could. Um, I mean, it's not... We've got another 40 minutes to go. We have. But the thing is, is when you're cooking for 12, there's more stuff to think about. You've got to sort yep. of be ahead of the game. And especially when you're doing strange things like cooking groats. Mm. Cooking groats. Yeah. Groats are lovely, but they take about four days to cook. No, they don't. All right, they take an hour. But, 30, they say, 30, all right, they take minutes. half an hour. 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, and they need a bit more thought. And this cooker's just a bit slow on the... I'm, I mean, this is up on high, but it's taking its time yeah, to get to high. I think it's one of the small rings, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always the way. When you're not in your own kitchen, you don't have the things that you're used to. You have to just go with the flow. I'm good. I'm very much going with the flow. This mm. last couple of days doing the permaculture course with our um, volunteers and trustees, people and patron and all the rest, it has been the most uplifting, refreshing thing. Just connecting, particularly earlier on today, listening to our four... Uh, no, we had... We had, four yes, people four, from Kenya. four people from Kenya yeah. talking about why permaculture matters so much over there and why it's a matter of life and death, in fact. Yeah. Why that knowledge is literally critical to just, you know, understanding how to get massive amounts of food out of seeds and small things and propagating yeah. and taking cuttings. And, and as they said, stuff. doing it without the, the costs of fertiliser and pesticide. Just and, doing it as a... And buying seed from seed providers. Yeah. But harvesting your own seed, using natural systems yeah. to, uh, to fertilise the ground. I mean, it's just so... It's such it a no-brainer. It is. But the problem is, of course, if you do it that way... Yeah then governments can't tax it and businesses can't make a profit out of it. Yep, if you just true. share the knowledge, then... Oh, the, difficult, the difficult thing is, is uh, working out ways to spread the knowledge en masse yep. with a thing that, as we've said, you know, in this last couple of days, over in the UK, the whole permaculture learning thing can almost be seen as being a little bit... It's something people do as a hobby... You know, it's a hobbyist thing. Yeah. Whereas in Kenya and, and, and across Africa, in the places where it's just so, so hot, permaculture literally can be that thing that just provides you with a whole load of food. So it's not a hobbyist thing. It's a, it's a necessity. Understanding that, and it's how do we get yes. that done on, how do we get teaching done en masse? And I, I, I don't know what all the answers are, but what I do know is that mm. having come together with a whole load of amazing people who have got their hands in the dirt and talked and asked questions and just absorbed stuff. Now everyone's coming out with ideas that could potentially be solutions. And that mm. is inspiring and uplifting. But the whole process of learning over this last couple of days and doing the food and just being convivial with people, that has been a process that has drawn part of my energy out and then, but, but then put twice as much back in. So I feel yeah. what's gone out is there's been loads more going in. And I, I just feel nourished by that. Knackered, but nourished. How does yeah. that work? How does it work, Simon? What um, is the process of being Because you've been with... using lots of energy, but your mind has been stimulated with the 
the things that we've been talking about, yeah. all of the, the different ways of looking at things. For me, one of the big permaculture messages is we all talk about eating more plant-based. Yep. And we all talk about eating local. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really hard if there isn't anything local. True. And if you say, well, I'll just go and buy from my local Sainsbury's and it yep. says Devon potatoes. Yeah. But then when you actually track them, you find that, yeah, they were grown about half a mile down the road, but then they've been shipped over to Lincolnshire where they've been packed in plastic bags yeah. and then shipped up to Birmingham where they've been in a warehouse for yeah. a couple of days so, and then so shipped back to Devon I, and labelled as local potatoes. I know, that's, I, that's I no hear good. what you're saying. So wasn't the inspirational thing of yesterday, I mean, amongst many of other inspirational things, wasn't one of the key things watching the power of community last night? Yeah. So the power of community showed how Cuba coped with losing all of their all of their oil all of their energy all yeah. of their food pretty 80 over 80 percent of their food imports just disappeared overnight when the ussr collapsed and, and then they turned and their ability into to ship them around the country so yeah. even if they did grow local food they couldn't ship it around the country so they just were forced into having we've got to have they whatever were. we can grow here they were but everybody was forced into being a farmer and then they were literally growing food everywhere on roofs you know in the street everywhere there was a, a tire or a bucket or a thing that could hold some soil and there was food growing and it's yeah. like that to me you don't have to have a garden people say oh you know i need a garden i haven't got a garden find a friend that's got a garden find a friend that will give you a meter of garden to yeah. grow stuff or just go and do some gorilla Gardening. Gorilla gardening. You know, Ooh. go and do some gorilla Ooh. stuff, but just find a bit, a bit of space. Get a bit seditious. Have you got more yeah, kids in those trousers? Yeah, seditious. I can be seditious. You'd be carrying around seditious leaflets. I could be <laughs> seditious, but you know what? You're, the, the whole local food thing, it's, it is great, and it is challenging if you haven't got a space. But you can eat seasonally, and you can do stuff if you find a friend that has got some mm. space and connect with that person and do some growing together. The bit that's been also totally nourishing for me on this course has been, you know, the, the sort of eight people all, all in the same space, all from different parts of the world, all from different, you know, the world, Dorset, Devon, London, wherever. Yeah. They're all different backgrounds, all different ages, and all with the same, I've got dirty fingernails because I've had my fingers in the soil, and I've done this planting with you, and then I, and I've watched you do that, yeah, I, and I'm part of this. just add saying that with pride. With not, super pride, uh, they're all I've so excited. Oh yeah, no, no, Which, everyone has got. No, we don't have right anybody like that. No, and I, I, and f for you and I, one of our key roles today has been being in and preparing the food. So the yeah. three meals. So breakfast. We, how blessed we were to have had a bit of breakfast this morning, some cereal, to have had a bowl of soup at lunchtime. We made some soup for lunch, and. And some croutons with some stale bread, which mm -hmm. kind of worked out nicely. And then there's some, some simple food for tonight, a curry for tonight and some meatballs. Not meatballs, obviously vegan meatballs, all vegan food. And, but that has been a job in itself, just doing yeah. the food. And I have loved it because that's part of my job has been nourishing the people who've been nourishing their brains. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I, I, I feel very excited that we will end up with... A, a course, maybe a two or three day course where people can come and they can understand why we need to be looking at growing locally and seasonally, eating seasonally and, and doing it organically, working with Mother Nature. I know we're going to be able to do that. And Word Forest will be able to make some money for it and plant some trees. I know it's going to happen. Mm. I don't quite know how it's going to happen. I can't see that yet. Yeah. But I know it is coming and it's a big step closer than it was 
three or four days ago? Well, um, all I can say is yeah. this last couple of days haven't gone the way I expected them to. Really? Really, yeah. What did you I, expect? They, how did you expect they would? Oh, I expected that we would be out in the course, oh, I not, see, right. not doing the, um, the catering. But uh, I don't regret that. Oh, no, no, because, I definitely don't. Uh, we do have a lot of a lot of knowledge already on permaculture and and one of the things that has come out of this yeah is that we need to spread the knowledge um, of permaculture particularly in Kenya from a, a, using a way that isn't formal teaching because formal teaching in that kind of environment is too expensive yeah they won't is. be able to afford it we won't be able to to pay for it, nor should we. No. It should be knowledge that's transmitted by um, storytelling. Yeah. And that is, I think, going to be quite quite a fantastic journey to, to start them on, because most of human knowledge was transferred and passed down the ages through storytelling. Yeah. Until recently, uh, when we got the ability to record stuff on paper and... You know, it's it's a, an old way of doing things. How I mean, do you how do you teach the next generation something that you've learned? How right well, you are. You do it by telling stories. And one of the most fantastic things was having. I mean, how lucky we are to have Zena Edwards here. Yeah. An incredible poet, an amazing woman, a seriously strong believer in the power of women's empowerment as well. Yep. And what can be achieved. And she has and her creative writing head is just firing off on all you know, all cylinders going. Well, okay, so we need to work out ways that we can weave this storytelling in of how we do this thing with, with, with um, the, uh, the people over in Kenya and so that that can be passed on, on potentially en masse as, as, a, as an art thing, you know, a spoken yeah. word thing, a, a creative writing, written thing. I just, I'm so excited. We could encapsulate that into one little phrase, couldn't we? What's that? Which is, you could take your knowledge and... <laughs> Send, Send to, to a, a friend. friend how right you are.